Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Mr. McHale's Manner of Mischief, Magic, and Mystery, the podcast where we talk about music, the occult, and just day-to-day life. I am your host, Andrew McHale, and welcome to the 6M Podcast. Red alert. Red alert. Red alert. Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode 32. Hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode with the Pied Piper of Crete. It's always a pleasure getting to hang out and shoot the shit with a good friend. So I hope that you guys enjoyed that, and I hope we can get some more episodes with him along with some of my friends and colleagues in the music world but as promised and i'm a man of my word and considering that we are still quote-unquote in the rona times in the quarantine times in the lockdown times even though really doesn't feel like it anymore we have Part 12, I think. Mm-mm. Part 12 of, hold on, the Lizard and the Wizard saga. And based on the, yep, part 12 Damn of the Lord. Lizard and Wizard saga. And today I am joined by my partner in crime, the old ball and chain, old girl, the <laughs> lizard. Run alert. Red alert. It's me again. Red alert. <laughs> Hi. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm so good. What if I sounded like that? Oh my God. I can't yeah. even do Fuck it. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. So, <laughs> lots, a lot has happened since yeah. we've last talked. Not really. Cause yeah, been, yeah, yeah. Because we've been uh, staying in and staying safe. But, oh, yes. Um, What's going on? What's going on? Uh, fucking damn! Are we boring right now? A lot in the world, not so much with us. Shit! Oh, there is a lot in the world happening. Yeah, that's that's the world at all times. It's not really right now. We've kind of just been chilling. We had the last episode. We talked about the bat incident. Mm -hmm. I feel like that was like the last weird thing that happened i mean i basically had a mental breakdown like last week yeah that was weird other than that we've just been keeping up with the uh exercise and healthy eating minus (laughs) minus the coronuts love some coronuts we definitely have partaken a little bit too much oh it's okay you gotta live a little you gotta let yourself have things We've been bombing each other with, uh, so basically we have speakers throughout the house, like Bluetooth speakers, nothing crazy. Like, you know, when um, Harmon, JBL, whatever, makes those Onyx speakers and then they're like $500 speakers and around Christmas time they end up being like 150 bucks. So I got a couple of those in the house. Did you get those from your dad? 
one of them. Oh. Yeah. And um, pretty sh- they're on every level of the house. So occasionally whenever the lizard goes into a floor of the house or the manor, sorry, I would bomb her with audio. And lately, yes. lately my go-to <laughs> uh, bombing would be <laughs> the intro to uh, the Alex Jones show. Do it. Where I'll, the sirens are going no, off. You just have to do it. I'll do the second part. No, no, you do the first part. Is that first? Oh, what? you don't do it as good as I do. Does that come first or do the words? Red alert. No, it's Red this. Alert. Not at all. Really? Yeah. But that's what it sounds like in my ears. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, didn't, you don't have that fast. <laughs> You've been bombing sounds like me a fucking with, yeah. creaking bed. Red alert. Red alert. It's so abrasive, but it makes me laugh. 60 days till the election. Just uh, that man in general, it's like comedy. It cracks my shit up. I don't know. I can't even look at him or listen to his voice at all without laughing. I don't know why. Well, I don't know if you remember, but uh, Jake, previous guest of the podcast, Jake the Snake. Yeah, he was talking, or he showed us that band, the oh, Alex yeah. Jones' Prison Planet or whatever. Yeah, they take the clips from Alex Jones' rants, and then they make them into songs. It's so good. Which, oddly enough, lately I've been feeling like he's well aware of it, so he's, like, giving him clips. I mean, I think he's just fucking worked like, up. Where he talks that man, the devil. That man gets so worked up. It's so entertaining. I bet if I was in his presence, though, it wouldn't be so fucking entertaining. There's some intense energy coming off of that man. You know, when I was living in Austin, one of the things I really, really, really regret is not running into Alex Jones. I feel like when we first started dating, when you were still living there, you told me that, and I didn't know who Alex (laughs) Jones was. And I was like, okay, I don't don't care. Well, now, like, everybody has moved or is moving to Austin. There's some weird shit. Like, it's a fucking Bible Belt, like, fucking Holy Land. Some people are, like, up their ass about Texas and shit, saying that, like, that's where, like, I, I don't know. I was reading some stuff about it. I don't fully understand, but. Well, the thing, the thing that's alluding to a lot of. Uh, entrepreneurs or business owners or you know celebrities is the fact that they don't uh, pay income tax there yeah so a lot of people that have money or that don't want the government taking you know part of their money they move to Texas which is why you have a lot of these like rich oil people there down over there too where else don't they pay income tax a uh, couple states. No, I think I feel like I'm thinking of sales tax, not income tax. No, sales tax. I think uh, Delaware has no sales tax. I don't remember what yeah, else. I don't know. But I remember like going, like, pumping gas like on tour in Delaware, and I think it's like mandated that someone has to pump your gas in Delaware. That would be. Fucking great. You know what my worst fucking thing I have to do in life is? Pump gas. I hate it with a passion. I will tell you why. 
You asked? No, you didn't. I'm still going to tell you. When I was like 13, my father thought it was a great idea to take me and teach me how to fucking pump gas. Maybe younger, like 11. This motherfucker takes me to a gas station on a whim for no reason. You're going to come learn to pump gas. He doesn't explain things well. Therefore, I didn't fucking pull up on the handle at the right point and I pulled it out and literally like gallons of gas went all over me, my clothes, my whole body and my father. And then he proceeded to start screaming at me at the gas station in front of everyone. And then we had to ride back home in gas soaked clothing. So that was really fun. It sounds like something Larry would do. I swear to God, it's got me for life. Like I still hate pumping gas. I, st- I like get. I still get to this day get nervous and I'm gonna fuck it up. It's, it's <laughs> so dumb because I've pumped gas a zillion times. That's that childhood trauma for you. <laughs> Sticks. Well, you take the tr- the drama. My God. <laughs> in your trauma, no, you take you, the trauma in your drama. Yes, your life. Your drama is your life. And you and turn turn the tragic into magic. Yeah. Transmute the tragic into magic. With oh. with a childlike innocence. Oy. No, with an adult brain. Because that shouldn't bother me anymore. Mm. Fuck gas though. But yeah, that would be great if somebody could pump my gas every time. Woo. I would love that. It's I don't great. Even pump gas that it's often. great until you are a broke ass musician and are you supposed to tip them yeah oh well they can't expect that that's not fair that's then that's like paying the fucking tax exactly that's dumb (laughs) they always find a way to fucking screw you well it's not screwing you from the state it's you're tipping the guy whose job it is to pump your gas for you yeah but he is taking advantage of the fact that how dare you assume it's a he I just say he for everything. I don't give a shit. I, I don't believe in sexism. I think it's more shit. You're welcome. I don't give a fuck. I'm a woman. I'll say whatever I want. You too. Oh, wow. Say she. Say he. It doesn't matter. Sashay. I don't forgot what the fuck. I mean. <laughs> uh, another thing you've been bombing me with on speakers. Like literally I go in a room. You know I'm going to. And you're not even there. But you Bluetooth in. And then the music starts. Uh, another thing you've been bombing me with is the wide Putin, right? <laughs> Putin. I can't stop. Wide Putin music, which oh, yeah. is so good and so bad. And it gets so stuck in your head. <laughs> oh my God. For those of you that don't know, there's I a hope video. They don't, but... <laughs> there's a video online and it's put to the it's... tune of like this weird 70s, Can 80s. Can you play it? Wait. No, because I'll probably get flagged for it. Really? But, yeah, but it's a... Um, Can I sing it? I don't remember it now. <laughs> it's a 70s or 80s like disco track, I guess you could call it. Can I play it on my phone right now, just of, in the background? No. no to the tune of uh, Putin walking from <laughs> his desk to, like I guess, the front of his palace. And it's like cropped so that he's just super wide and like small. I he love looks, that you're having to explain this. Well, huh. it's a funny video it because is, but, because I usually put it in conjunction to describing one of our dogs because he <laughs> feel, he thinks he's a Putin. Um, so it's it's funny. Oh yeah, and Putin like he, they stretch him like width wise, and like 
the video is like grainy as shit. Like it doesn't even look good. And but you could still see his what you taught me is like his little KGB walk that I didn't know was a KGB walk. Yeah, I know it was a KBG, but I didn't know that they had a certain way of walking to be prepared. Um. Yeah, but yeah so, like you can't even see like his face or anything in the video because it's all blurry because it's so stretched. But somehow, somehow it grew on me. You love it. Yeah. So <laughs> for those of you that don't know, like he was in the KGB or whatever. And if you ever watch him walk, he swings his arms a little bit like his elbows are bent like 90 degrees and he swings his arms so that it's almost. Uh, like a soldier's march, but at the waist level instead yeah. of like, I don't know. Because they're trained to keep their arms moving. So in case of an emergency, they're um, near their weapon fast. Yeah. Each hand like fluctuates to where they would have like a, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I Dude, Rush is crazy. Rush is fucking kind of cool. Rush is crazy. Like. I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, but I remember when uh, we were touring out there, uh, our tour manager, uh, Liana, she was telling us that basically in case anything goes down, which while we were out there, I was out there with Defiler for like a month and then the Ukraine and then Belarus. And um, she was telling me that like if anything were to happen, you know, like while we were out there in like Chechnya and shit, she's like every citizen. Well, at least this is what I was told is every citizen is like trained and ready for either to attack or to um, tend to like their citizens. So, oh, you know, so like the opposite of Kenosha. I guess. And civilians taking law and order into their own hands because they feel like they have to and they're not trained, so it doesn't fucking work. I guess. But she was more or less saying, like, let's say, I don't know, somebody drops the bomb or whatever. So what she told me is that in high school, all of them uh, take, like, a course that's uh, required. It's required by the government for first aid like emergency first aid like emergency preparedness and um arms handling yeah so like if anything happens literally everybody in that country can pick up a gun or take care of the people that are you know hurt well i think it's they crazy probably put that in place because of all of the crazy terrible things that happened in Russia. Um I think I think it's a great I think that's excellent thing, idea. Yeah. Unfortunately in our country it's up to parents to and teach that to their kids at home which nobody has fucking time to do, nobody thinks about. It. And unfortunately some people have just stupid parents who don't believe in guns. But I I think that's a great idea. I it, I would, you know. I mean if we had a kid, we would probably teach them at a young age to handle a weapon and be smart and learn things because if you don't and then you have stuff in your house even if you lock it up like it's still a fucking liability like the kid needs to know haven't you ever seen friday yeah where john witherspoon says to ice cube you don't need this you need these that's all you need 
And he was having, he was pointing at his fists. No. I don't know. I like I know. that idea though. I think that's really smart. Cause like who, we, we wouldn't have any idea how to like, I mean, we have like a survival kit, first aid kit, but like I'd have to read the fucking booklet if shit really came to it. Like I, I would love to know that stuff. I mean, we already have, we know about weapons. So would that's you saw off a leg of mine if I, I stepped on know. a landmine? You, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'll fully give you a tracheotomy and stick a ballpoint pen in your throat if you're choking and I can't heimlich that shit out of you. I'm pretty cool. good in a crisis, honestly. We've had a few crises. Yeah. Crises. I fucking and spilled Dunkin' Donuts hot coffee on my goddamn lap in the car the other day while getting out of the car. And I burned the shit out of my leg, so that was fun. And we both went into action. We did. The problem Mostly is, you. I, it was started blistering. I never thought that coffee would do that. Felt like shit, but which is odd because usually when you get coffee, it's like borderline cold. So I was pretty shocked when uh, you were like, "I have I second know. degree burns." Well, I spilled it through pants too, and I literally looked down and there was steam coming off of my pants, and I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> They were Fabletics. No, they weren't. Fuck Fabletics. God, I shouldn't say that. Is it the pocket? Probably no one else sees those dumb commercials. No. It's because we watch yeah. too much 90 Day Fiance and every fucking episode is... I mean, the new season, though. The new season is hot garbage. It's... Literally, I mean, honestly, like, everything coming out is hot garbage. It's just bad. What about Cobra Kai? Is that that fucking new... Mr. Miyagi Karate Kid fucking movie, but the guy, old guy is fucking like white and creepy. Well, it's the same guys from the Karate Kid, but they're grown up. Oh, see, I don't remember people. So basically, you know, they took the message of the good message, the good versus bad. <laughs> and like, obviously, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Karate Kid, um, you've had enough time where the good wins. I'm assuming the show is uh, what happened to the bad guy, and then now he's coming back. I mean, I'm sure it's good for like tweens, but um, I'll pass. Oh, like you've got anything better to watch? Uh, yeah, probably not. I seriously okay. There's so, nothing out. It's no secret that I am a metalhead, and being a metalhead, I grew up watching Bill and Ted. And to my surprise, when Bill and Ted came out last week, uh, gonna- I wanted to watch it, <laughs> and I asked her, I'm like, oh, let's watch the new Bill and Ted, and you're like, I don't think I've ever seen the no, first No, actually, one. first I said, yeah, let's do that, because I thought you meant Jay and Silent Bob. That's what I was thinking of. Get out. And then when you showed it to me, I was like, i never seen these people. I hate Keanu Reeves. How can somebody hate Keanu Reeves? He's a terrible actor, and I don't like him. You're welcome. He's so wholesome in real life, though. Are you kidding? I mean, I don't know anything about him. I just don't like him in movies. I don't know jack shit about him. His story, like his like life story, is actually pretty inspiring. Yeah, but I don't. He came from nothing. But his one job is being an actor, and I don't like him in movies because I think he's a crappy actor. So I don't really care. I, we haven't seen John Wick in this house, but I could tell you right now, uh, based on what I've heard, that what I've seen and heard about him preparing for that role, he's a good actor. 
You haven't seen the movie though? No. <laughs> but like I don't know. You you like action films and John Wick is all action and he literally trained his ass off for like all those scenes. Yeah, but he's I don't like him when he acts. Plus, I don't care if he's good physically. Plus be a good actor. Plus they killed his dog. So the whole series is basically him getting vengeance. <laughs> no comment. I could, to be honest, I don't even know what movies I've seen him in, but I didn't like any of them. Matrix. Never saw it. Fell asleep. You saw it with me. I fell asleep, if you remember correctly. No, you didn't. Yes? Nope. Maybe you didn't notice. Well, it looks like we're watching The Matrix No, tonight. like I watched most of it. It's just that you remember I didn't like it. We're in the fucking Matrix. I don't need to watch a Obviously, movie about it. Fuck. That's why, that's, why I in thought, it. that's why I thought it was so important for you to watch because not only is the storyline literally like using Joseph Campbell's The Hero's Journey like as a uh, storytelling mechanism, but the actual subject matter of the movie, pretty relevant, especially right now. I'd rather read past like ancient texts and like stuff than read watch a movie about the Matrix. Like you can find it in history. You don't need to go to fake movies with, it's with all, Keanu Reeves. But just <laughs> but just like those scriptures, those ancient texts, it's not like literal. Like the no, Matrix is it's, it's an allegory. Allegories. Yeah. It's all. I mean, it's all the same story, just written in different metaphors and allegories. I just don't like fucking Keanu Reeves. See, that's what it's all the same story across the board. All of these different interpretations okay. of history, whatever. But okay, but you know why it's all the same story and all these different aspects of religion, movies, whatever. It's because not everybody will subscribe to the same thing. So, like, the Matrix doesn't work for me. That's no, people. It's it's again like. Are the greatest tales and myths of mankind literally have a formula and it's called the hero's journey. You're right. So like Star Wars, fucking uh, oh, the I Matrix, love Star Wars. uh Jesus Christ. I mean everybody Jesus it's, it's all the same storyline. Yep. I agree with you. But, that, which, but that's why there's so many different ones. Yeah. Because it doesn't work for fucking everybody. Like, I don't like The Matrix, but I like Star Wars. And, you know, whatever. And it resonates. Bible doesn't really work for me, but other things do. It resonates. Like, all those different stories are designed to resonate with whoever's reading it. Exactly. That's literally what I did with Temet Nose. Yes. You've been talking to me about that, too. And even your older albums, like, what actually went into the songs inspiration-wise and... It's really relevant to today because I think we're at like a crux of honestly one of these stories. Don't Will say you? I didn't. Don't say I didn't warn you all. What? Oh yeah, huh. yeah. You're you're writing from many years ago. Like it's it's interesting and it's also interesting because you were writing it then like about different current events and stuff and it totally applies to it. like history repeats itself and it just keeps fucking doing the same thing until you know maybe somebody throws a wrench in or somebody throws something in that fucking makes it better. You know, but. Eventually, it all keeps repeating. I don't know. It's all the same story. Really. We are doomed to repeat history if we do not 
learned from its forgot what it's called yeah well i think those of us that make the world better are privileged to repeat history in a better way instead of everything just getting worse and worse and worse how so well i think people shit all over how how is how is someone (laughs) how how would it be a privilege just because you've acknowledge that there is a deficit is that what you're saying no i think that the knowledge of things being not right or out of balance or things getting worse is a gift to people who can use that knowledge to make things better and then you're gifted the ability to continue to repeat history but do it in a better way you can you can fix things we can move forward and fix things it's also privileged but also a gift because one has to make themselves available to Mm -hmm. receiving said gift yes some people completely shut themselves off to knowledge discussions of topics that might be difficult for them to talk about things like that and it doesn't really benefit anybody it's like what are you doing to serve the world humanity and yourself like nothing at that point it benefits the machine exactly it benefits the machine it's people are people it's instilled in people honestly to continue to fucking shit all over the gift that has been given to us which is our lives our earth environment nowness what nowness nowness yeah it's like people literally are are indoctrinated to just take advantage of it and just shit on it because honestly we're oppressed as people and it's sad and it needs to fucking change, but it won't change unless people actually care. No one cares. And you're oppressed for shutting out Keanu Reeves. I'll <laughs> I'll oppress Keanu fucking where is he right now? What's he doing? I don't wanna know. Probably just watching uh the world react to Bill you, and Ted. I love how you think that you know what Keanu Reeves is doing right now. <laughs> We're friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I, I got sidetracked, uh, interview with the vampire. Wait, was he in that? Yeah. No, that was. Tom Cruise and Keanu Reeves. No. Yep. Brad Pitt. You're wrong. There's no Keanu Reeves in that. It's Brad Pitt and Oh, sorry. I was thinking about Dracula. I was right. Suck my dick. Dracula. Suck my dick. I was right. Oh my God. I'm never right about, I'm never right about anybody's name or actors and anything. That was like, that was like my one point for the year that that ever happened. They're all the same. Let me have it. Wait, what are you talking about? Dracula. Bram Stoker's Dracula. I am sure I've seen that. I mean, there's several of those. The like good one with Gary Oldman, the creepy one. Mm, I like the book. Do not see me. There's so much like hidden in that book. Like there, it's really interesting. Have you ever read the book? It's on our bookshelf upstairs. Which one? Dracula, Bram Stoker, Dracula. No. Oh, you should read the book. Way better than any of the movies. I've seen the movies and read the book. The book is tremendous. The movies kind of suck. Should read it. What about Dracula it's all, Untold? It's like, it's like symbolism. Like it's not like you should read it. Uh, it's a love story. 
Yeah, but there's a lot of deeper like meanings and interesting things. Twin Again, flame. allegories in there. Like, no, it's more than that. It's it's about like sort of a stigma. It's very very good. The writing is good. The movies are shit. Dracula. What did you just say? What about the Dracula Untold movie? Is that the one you made me watch where the broad hangs off the building and then the it's a love story? So good. Yeah, with Ricky. <laughs> that was good. That's like your your jam, right? It's a good movie, yeah. I uh, didn't we watch it on my birthday or something? Like I don't know. Or we watched it like on Valentine's Day or something weird. Something like that. We uh, I I don't remember why I put that on, but. I don't know. I thought I love the storyline where it's like the man fucking, you know, Vlad risks it all Vlad. for his for his family, his country, and his love, and he loses it all anyways, and becomes. Spoil alert! Yeah, don't tell him. He becomes something. It's all the same story. I know. It's a leper. A leper. Well, it's, that's monster. What, that's what like the basis of Dracula is is ident like people who are stigmatized as like lepers and what it, it's it's deeper than vampires or love or whatever. It's like, it's like about stigmas. What's your what's your favorite monster? <sighs> Whoa! Can I have some options? What wait, what? The creature uh, from the Black Lagoon. I don't know anything about that. Uh, Keep going. Frankenstein or Frankenstein's monster. Uh, Wolfman. Uh, Dracula. Um, Nancy Pelosi. That one. Uh, <laughs> She's the most evil thing I've ever seen in my entire life. That one. I've never seen a monster fictional. Some monster. That. That has such a demand i've never seen a fictional cgi illustrated anything monster in a movie anywhere that looks as evil in the fucking eyes and mannerisms as nancy fucking pelosi she cannot be on the television screen or my phone ever again it's like looking at fucking yeah she's pretty uh, creepy yeah, it's not even. A I can't even explain. There's no words. It's not even a political stance. It's just literally she's fucking creepy, and her mannerisms are not human. I don't know. It's weird. There's something very wrong with that woman. So monster. But wait. I, I so what's know. your favorite? So that obviously, one. No. I just fucking told you. You gave it as an option. She's your favorite. Oh, I thought. I don't know what favorite. How do you have a favorite monster? Like what? I don't know. What are we judging this? But I don't. I don't know anything about monsters. Not even as a kid. No, we didn't oh. do that. Cool. We only did like happy things. I never played video. Like I don't know any of this shit. I didn't even watch Star Wars till I was an adult. You only watched the new ones, right? Are you kidding me? I spent like multiple <laughs> weekends with multiple boyfriends watching all of them because they're like, oh, we need to do this together. What about Lord of the Rings? Uh, yeah, I love Lord of the Rings. I've done the whole weekend. Have you ever done that with a boyfriend? Watch all of them? Not all of them. Well, looks like there's a first for everything. Oh, I'll do that. We're going to watch all of the Lord of the Rings. It's only three. Uh, I'm not doing more. that fucking last one that they tacked on that fucking was prequel, whatever the fuck that shit the is. Hobbit? Yeah, no thank you. 
No thanks. Nah, I'm too. I good. love Sam Wise. What's it? Sean. Sean. Who played that? Sean. He's the same guy that played Rudy. Rudy. He was the same guy that uh, was in Stranger Things. I like Rudy. <laughs> when does Stranger Things come back? I don't know, but from what I understand, uh, <gasps> this new season is going to be super Russian, so that's cool. Hmm. Sure, this is a great time for that to come out. Do you think they're perfecting the KGB wide Putin walk as we speak? Maybe. Oh my God, that's the song. It's so good. Maybe. Um, one thing I'm looking forward to, well, not really anymore. There's probably no new Saturday Night Lives coming out. Nah. It's been pretty shitty for a, quite some time. We just have to make our own content. <laughs> Can you imagine what that would be like? Scary, spooky. Well, you do now have a green screen, and uh, I believe your first comment was that we can film porn porn in front of it in various locations to make us feel like we went somewhere. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> well, it's not like we've never done things in uh what? foreign lands i mean yeah no i just think the green screen is hilarious the green screen. i would do it but you know no i uh foreign lands yeah we whatever well for those of you that are tuning in if you caught the last episode uh you know i i put the green screen to work for once and it's funny because while I'm drinking uh, Topo Chico, the fucking bottle's green. So it's like see-through. Really? It's just, it's just like a floating huh. bottle. But um, no, I'm trying I'm trying out new things uh, for the podcast. And I'm going to be doing more stuff on YouTube. Some playthroughs, gear reviews, stuff like that. And um, not only for Serpents, but also for me in general. Because... It's not looking like we're going to be able to get to work anytime soon. So I figured, hey, why not uh, use the World Wide Web? And, um, you just got it to film weird porn. Yep. I already, have an, I already have an OnlyFans set up. Oh, fuck. It's just my hobbit feet. I was just going to say, is it pictures of your feet in weird locations? <laughs> I fucking knew it. That would be an interesting lane for me, wouldn't it? I mean, I've been trying to get you to get allow us to take advantage of OnlyFans weirdos for the longest time. Did you see? I it don't, was it was like not. it was news for like a day. Like some actress, some like unknown actress. Do you remember? You probably don't remember that movie, The Babysitter, where like the babysitter and her friends are like Satanists and like. It's just like a gore film. Do you remember that? With the cheerleader. Didn't we watch it together? Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't I remember that? Yeah, that was so like that, in the past year. So that cheerleader uh, actress started an OnlyFans and she made $2 million uh, in 48 hours. So then they had what to... What did she do? I, I think it was just like... 
tease pictures. Yeah, I'm always curious like what extent people have to go to because I don't think it's very far for some of them. But everybody's pissed off at her because all the people on OnlyFans that have been like full-blown like triple penetration fucking oh, shit. stove piping, are uh, they're not making $2 million. Oh, they, they think they're working too hard? Well, no. they OnlyFans, after she made $2 million, um put limits on like what people can make or something like that so everybody's all pissed off uh, so i don't think i'm gonna be getting into the only fans game anytime i mean soon. i just wanted to sell like feet pics for like you know extra hundred bucks a week why not <laughs> i so, didn't want to do it so, i wanted you to do it for us <laughs> so sign up for our patreon no i'm just kidding uh maybe i'm the only girlfriend that's like we could make a couple hundred bucks off of only fans no big deal Dude, my mom. Oh my god, yeah. Your, my I mom. Think we talked about that before, but your mom didn't know what it was. Yeah, she's like, uh, "Why don't you start an OnlyFans?" And I'm like, "Mom." No, she literally texted you and was like, "Why aren't you making money off of this?" And sent you the link. <laughs> because she, she, I think she saw like one of the guys from Blue October or something was on it. She loves them. But like, they were doing it like for music. Yeah. Like, I, I think people do that for podcasts, too, like OnlyFans, but it's like, there's so much porn on there that it's just known to be a porn platform. So, a lot of people, including, like, Joey Diaz, like, they, they're doing Patreon now. Like, I don't know if you, did you know Joey's done with podcasting? No. Yeah, he's, he moved to, um... I think New York or New Jersey he said he's done. So he's just doing Why? Everybody's leaving California. So No, he, but like why did he can't you podcast from anywhere? He's just over it. He's writing a book or something like that. Oh. Yeah. I don't know why he'd move to New York right now, but okay. I think it was New Jersey because that's where he's from. Oh, he New Jersey to, better than New York. He I wants to be to he New wants York. to like show his family like how to really grow up. That's good. I like that. I think that's smart. But we're the future is bright. We we live in uh, what the news likes to call a flyover state. So um, hey, we're landlocked and safe right now. <laughs> fuck the hurricanes. Fuck the fires. I am happy to be in Illinois right now. Are you though? Yeah, I don't want to be in anywhere near the coast right now with all this weather and the fire stuff. I love where we are right now. We just have each other to. Uh, be our demise, I guess. There will be no demise. Your demise in the key of C sharp. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, Chicago's. I mean, even a couple of years ago, like a lot of my friends in like the music world, they were calling Chicago like the second L.A., which was weird. Why? Be just like a lot of the industry is starting to come up and pop up over here and like, oh, there's a lot of bands and there's a rich scene here. At least there was before all this COVID shit happened. But um, it's be, it'll be interesting to see what happens, especially like since all of these podcasters or comedians are, are like publicly leaving Los Angeles. It's like, okay what are the band guys in like LA, like the actual like jobber, you know, playing guitar for, you know, said 
country singer or whoever, like, you know, like real jobbers, like what the fuck are they going to do right now? I don't, I don't know. know. It's a transitional period. People will adapt. It shall be fine. You think they're all going to come here? I don't know, but regardless, there's still going to be people left there, so there still will Obviously. be things. Yeah, people will adapt. Things are going to be different, but yeah, I think it's going to be fine. People will figure it out. It's good that life got shaken up a little bit to an extent, honestly. I mean, people were stuck in weird ruts and things were getting to a level that was out of control and certain like bad things and people taking advantage of things in certain areas. And I think all this is kind of good. I just felt, I feel like life before COVID and not applicable to us, but I'm saying like my professional life or just life observing life for like outside just felt like everything was a feedback loop. It was just like bumbling along. Like it's like a quiet static hum. Mm -hmm. And all this shit is happening right now. Like for good reason. Yes. But also I feel like, and you and I, we've researched this a little bit. Like the energies, actual energies and polarities on the planet are shifting and changing. Yeah. And every person is basically a conduit for whatever energy they're putting out. And mm -hmm. it's just magnifying and multiplying. And I just feel like everybody has been shaken up, but also at the same time, they are putting out whatever energy that they're feeling right now. Yeah. And um, I agree. And I think it's changing things and um, maybe putting pressure on some of those people that aren't adapting or changing. I just feel like, I don't know. You just got to put out a little bit more positivity. Like I completely agree, Monsieur. Well, like I, <laughs> I said this, with you already the, know. <laughs> I said this with the podcast with Al. It's like, you know, the fact that I'm doing these vlogs, the fact that I'm doing these podcasts, the fact that I'm like trying to play shows or even just continuing to write is just like me actively putting out positive energies in the air, like including this podcast. Like it's like I, I even told Al in the last episode, like every podcast that starts to, I guess talk about you know basically tell me how i should think yeah i just turn it off and for Good. anybody for anybody who misunderstood me on the last podcast where i say you know as soon as someone tells me their stance i turn it off like i'm not saying like i don't want to hear anybody's opinion but if you're telling me how i should think right i'm done with you and and i do give these people other chances and i tune in like uh maybe this guest is going to be a little bit more lighthearted. it's just like the same well, thing over and over and and i'm not, like why it's also not like you you know actively then go and speak out against them and like try to like make them feel bad or shame them or give them bad reviews or whatever like you can you can take what they're saying and you just know like that's not for me 
But it's the problem is that a lot of people come at people today with it. You like you need to or you must do or whatever. And like no one lets people actually formulate their own thoughts, find their own knowledge and do stuff like that. So like, yeah, you can have a conversation about differing opinions and discourse. But like no one person should be saying you need to think this. You need to feel this. It should be like, this is what I feel. Here's some information. If you want to look into it yourself, fucking do it. Otherwise, you know. We can talk about it. It's fun to it's fun to debate and have conversation and whatever without getting fucking your feelings hurt at, or, you know, getting frustrated because maybe you don't have the knowledge and you're unable to debate a subject, in which case people lash out, which is also not good. Just like I have no problem saying to people, I did this to Jake when he was here. What the fuck were we talking about? Uh, Charles Manson stuff. And I like literally told him because I've never really learned about that. I was like, he was throwing all this shit at me. And I was like, honestly, like, dude, I am not afraid to tell you. I don't know my fuck anything about this really, you know, deeper than just the facts, you know, that we're fed. I was like, I would love to look into that, but I can't debate it with you because I honestly don't know. I I always admit when I don't know shit. Except for... Was that a rant? Sorry. I just... Except for you need to bend the knee when it comes to Keanu Reeves. The tribe has spoken. I mean, I'll watch this shit, but I don't like him. And I'm entitled to that opinion. I just think people get irritated too easily with each other. And it doesn't foster growth. It fosters like people to shut down or people to act angry. And it's really sad. Yeah. And... Me turning off whatever episode or whatever video isn't me being like, I don't want to hear it. But it's like when someone's literally telling me, you're stupid for not doing that. I'm like, all right. Yeah, that's not appropriate. I'm good. Because you have already set up the foundation for no discourse because I'm stupid. Mm -hmm. Well, that's one person trying to control another person who has all of the same capabilities and brain and parts as the other person. And, you know, we are all divine. They can research it themselves. I just hate to see people that get frustrated when they're trying to talk about a topic because it's clear that they don't actually know about it. And you lash out when instead, you know, fucking keep a list in your phone or a piece of paper like, hey, I'm going to look into this. And you could spend an hour on a fucking Saturday researching a topic and you can learn something instead of fighting with somebody for that hour. It's fucking pointless. Can you imagine what the world would be like if everyone took that to heart? Uh, It would be a lot different. Like literally you're wasting the same amount of time fighting with somebody put a note down this topic I need to look more into because I don't really know and then you fucking do it it's like when I was living in Grand Rapids like a lot like Grand Rapids is notoriously a more liberal city and when I was living there like like a lot of the cities I've come to love are super liberal mainly because of like I, I love them because of like the vibe the community that they at least had and you know moving to grand rapids like i'm not saying i'm not liberal i'm not saying i'm whatever like i'm just me and just normal day-to-day conversations people would get upset and like start accusing me of things and i'm just like whoa like i thought this i thought we, we were supposed to be pretty chill here 
Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it depends. It's, you know, well, it depends where you go in a town where you're hanging out, whatever. But I love Grand Rapids. I mean, I think there's. But I, I just don't, felt like a lot of people were like, oh, you don't think this way? You're fucking done. I'm like, what the yeah, fuck? I don't subscribe to people who shut people down. It's really bad. I mean, it's cancel culture. It's gross. It shouldn't exist. CC. All that stuff just makes people like think that they are like not worthy or not human or not not equal to other people cancel culture is literally like honestly it's like fucking racism i mean like it's literally telling one person you are not as good as these people because you misspoke one word or whatever like it's it's fucked up it's all about division and control and it's very sad it's obviously applicable to some instances like if you're a serial rapist I don't think you should be. Oh my god, no! I'm talking about like you know. No, but this is this is canceled for anything right now. But this is the mentality. Like people will pull out from a statement like that, and then they would say, "Oh, you, you publicly state that everything is okay under this, so you believe this and this and this." And it's like, no, there's nuance. Yeah, there's how about context understand the concept of free thought oh my god that is mind-blowing that is true freedom in its very essence it is because your brain is for you to do with what you want my beloved no one knows what's happening in your own brain this is like the beauty of people well everyone has their own reality (laughs) i know like literally like everybody has their own reality and i think about this often like i think i even talked about it on the podcast where you know i'll you know walk I'll, I'll be at the airport and i'll be thinking i'll be thinking about this couple you know they're kissing each other goodbye and then i think about like where's she going and like where is her life about to lead to or how do they come to this point and you know what's his story and where is he gonna go to what is he gonna do when he gets home or shit like that it's like i've through observing people all of my life i've already come to know that everyone has their own reality and i shouldn't blame anybody for thinking the way they do but i would also like to enlighten them about mine because that's what we are we are a society of stories Mm-hmm. ideas we at least th- back few years ago you know it was more acceptable to i don't know speak about your reality let yeah. me tell you mine and then have you know, a conversation yes and nobody's jumping down anyone's throat it's it's also respect so if you're looking at someone as wow they have their own reality i'm really interested in hearing their perspective it's respect to the honestly to the purpose of their divinity like respecting them as their own ruler in their own mind of their own world and you know hopefully it's reciprocated and you get the same respect as if you are ruler in your own mind of your own world and i feel like now like and I even tweeted about this a uh, couple, like a, by the time you're hearing this two weeks ago, where I said, we are a society of mirrors. 
Mm. And if the reflection in the mirror that is repeated over and over and over again and slowly starts to distort the further along it goes, the initial thing in the initial reflection, if it's not good, then the problem is the reflection itself. That's true. And, you know, people act as mirrors and they will give back to you what you are giving out. And if everyone is giving out this negative jump down your throat, uh, your thoughts aren't as good as my thoughts, the mirror that you're going to get back is going to be horrible. And then that spreads throughout society. And that's where we are right now. And especially with the energies and polarities changing. Absolutely. It's not, it's not all right at all. I mean, do, do people want to live in a society, in a world on this globe where you are told that your thoughts aren't good enough or your personal thoughts are, you know, differing from someone else's. So you're automatically wrong and stupid. Do you not want to be able to have your own thoughts? Like, do you literally want to live in fucking communist China? Like, I mean, you get fucking punished for having your own thoughts. That's not where we live. And that's what's happening right now. And people telling people, well, you are this because you are, you know, this sex or this color or whatever. No, everyone has their own fucking thoughts. That's not how life works. And identities. Yes, everyone, every single individual, black, white, anything in between, male, female, fucking dogs. They, everybody has their own fucking thoughts. And we talked about this the other night and... You know, we kind of differ from this subject, but, you know, me being a Middle Eastern guy, you know, I could easily state to everyone that I meet that, hello, I am different and you are different. Right. And now that is known and you believe that that's not necessary, right? No, I don't think it is. We are all equal. The fact people actually bringing up race in that way. And I mean, this comes down from our government. This is just people. People are, you know, being repeating what they're being fed by government and leaders and things. And I mean, even entertainment people. Yes. If if you start to take this opinion that, okay, uh, I am different, not able to do this because I am this identify male, female, black, white, all those things. It's that is actually what creates the problem. For example, I don't believe, honestly, I, I mean, I will say this. I don't care. I don't believe in sexism. I don't. I don't believe in feminism at all. I think that when women go out and say, oh, well, I'm a woman, so I'm not getting the same opportunities as men. I think that's bullshit and that's creating sexism. And if you go out there and you believe that, then yeah you will not have those opportunities. But if you go out into the world and say, I am a human being, I have every single capability as a man, as anyone else, then you will do that. I was not raised like that. I have never thought, and this had just come up recently in the last several years, like sexism really bad. I've never thought in my whole life that I did not have the same fucking opportunities as a man ever. And I won't do that because you know what? If I accept that, what that is, that's sexism. Well, That's how breathe. it gets created by the people that are fucking talking about it and claiming they're oppressed. They're not. 
They're and, just weak people. And to clarify, fuck. And Sorry, to, clar- get, to clarify, since we were just talking about not telling people what to believe, you're not telling them to not believe in it. You're telling them to right the wrong by believing in themselves. Yes. As individuals, we are individual people. It doesn't matter what sex we are. It doesn't matter what race we are. We are all just a fucking human. We all have the same brains. We all have the same body parts for the most part. We can all do the same fucking things. And if you get hung up on, I'm this, I'm a woman, so I don't have the same opportunities as a man, then you won't. And sexism will exist. But if you take that out of your brain and think of everybody as just an individual, sexism, racism will not exist. Well, it's like... It's pointless. It's sort of like what I dealt with firsthand, you know, when I was in bands with, you know, people of color or females, and they were... They noticed that they were being treated differently, and a lot of people, you know, would come up to them or be like, you're a killer singer for a chick, or, you know, you are a killer guitarist for, you know, whatever. And it's, it's, Let it, it, roll. Just, it, it just I, I identifying the difference yes. is like, a it's an uphill battle already because then you're like, but see how that was even, that was actually like a compliment say, it is. you know, but, but, but that gets spun in a way. And I understand that because it shouldn't be said, but it's like, it's like, Take the compliment and move forward because the more times we do things like that, the less sexism and racism exist. The more times we... The more times we take the compliment and fucking leave the other stuff there, eventually that will stop happening. Well, same thing goes for the opposite. Take the the hits. Yeah. The disdain, I guess. Take them and move forward. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Like, I mean, I'm sure, like, I maybe I haven't gotten opportunities as other men. I don't know. But you know what? I don't care. I'm doing me for me. And I'm not going to complain that I'm not getting something because of something that is just, is part of me. Well, I mean, literally, that's, if you're, if you're a woman complaining about sexism, you're literally complaining about your own fucking self being a woman embrace it love your fucking self as a woman you're powerful as shit and fucking go out there and do whatever you want well the same thing goes for anything not just women no i'm just using women as an example because honestly that's the only thing that i feel like i can actually like speak personally about obviously because i am a white woman well you even have women who are in higher rankings than you in your profession. Yeah, absolutely. Sitting there, you know, I guess not giving you the nod when, you know, you're dealing with an asshole, like man or whatever. Because we're all just, we see each other all as equal and tough. But you don't like it when they identify it, right? No, I think it's weird. Yeah. And you know, it's only because recently all these people have had to have like these sexism classes and stuff. And it's like, then it gets more acknowledged and it's weird. It's, I want to yeah. be seen the fucking same. It manifests the idea. Yes. So thus it puts it into existence. It's sort of like babying people, honestly. It's like, really, well, it doesn't need to be said because I'm a strong person and I've never had an issue with this. Even if I have been 
oppressed or discriminated against in some way, I don't give a shit. Well, even based on some of the conversations we've had with you describing some of the instances at your work, like I can tell you straight up that people are, you know, disrespecting you or trying to oppress you and you don't really stand for it. No, I don't. Because if if I let that get me down and say, oh, well, they're being discriminated against me, then what do I get out of it? Nothing. Yeah. That's what people have to realize. What do you get about bitching about this shit? Nothing. And if you just move forward and say, I am a strong, this individual, and I can do whatever you're doing, and that's the mentality you have, and you have a positive mindset instead of a negative victim mindset, you will accomplish a whole lot more in your fucking life. You have to take ownership of the divinity you do yourself you're everything in one person is so powerful and to put to put yourself as an idea so a perfect Mm -hmm. example you know uh a lot of people at least probably still today whatever uh they've known me to be like a overweight guitarist like a you know, a fat guitarist or whatever, or a bigger singer or a Middle Easterner. And it's just like, if I prescribe to these ideas and call myself these things, I am lowering myself from a divine being into a man-made object. I, I guess I am a fat guitar player. No, actually, like, that's okay that you think that, great, but... I don't need to hear it Mm -hmm. because it's beneath me and that's beneath all of you. It's like a lot of what's happening in the world is, is what it it is, what it is. And, and that's, it it is what it is. And at this point, I feel like a lot of people should just, you know, take responsibility and be like, like I said, you know, uh, I'm a middle Easterner guy. If I, you know, talk to a white guy, if they want to say, hey, you're a Middle Easterner. And I'll be like, yep, and you're a white guy. And I'm totally cool with that. Let's it's your move culture. Forward. It's your heritage. Yeah. Fucking own it, love it, but... But you don't make it your identity. Yeah. Like, stereotypes exist, but if you feed into them and keep perpetuating them, that's how they get worse. Yes. If you... You breathe life yeah, into exactly. the... Uh-huh. The machine. Yes. To divide us all. Matrix. Yeah. Keanu Reeves. Fucking full circle, motherfucker. <laughs> God damn. I don't know. It's just, um, you know, even the same goes for the band, like Serpents. A lot of people want to say, you're Deathcore. It's like, no, we're not. It's something more divine than a genre. It's actually a spiritual exercise manifested from my brain to my fingers to all of you and i fucking hate that it's like oh you're this band or you're that band it's like no actually this is an exercise in power and you know i put it out there and in the air that's my manifestation and to sit there and nitpick and go oh you're this and that and this and it's like you're well, that, ru- you're killing it. Yeah, that's like I mean, music <laughs> there, music genres are honestly a similar thing to that. Like, it's like it's putting you in a lane, and then what it does 
is it prevents people in other lanes from being exposed to you, which propagates these different like cultures of people and like sects that don't get along and clash it's like it's literally division at another micro level there's so many of them here's a better word for you tribalism yeah for sure we we our nature as we've you know fallen in line with more ecstatic individuals or leaders so to speak we as a tribe you know, wave a certain banner, a certain flag, a certain idea. And from the ancient times all the way till now, we still subscribe to the tribe. And thus, we crave identification. What What do you identify as? What genre are you? What subgenre are I you? I don't like it. It's, it's the human need for identifying what is unknown yes but there's but some so things, many yes, now it's sick it's so many because we have fucking i we have put the microscope to the microscope to the microscope right. and there's just like all right what have we gained from this oh wait there's a billion you know different uh mm-hmm. schools of thought there's a billion different well, that, uh, genres there's a billion different identities it's like that's also why it makes it hard for people to research what they actually like or subscribe to because <laughs> there's so much everything is clouded even within the uh, even within the group you'll find people that are opposing yeah so you still even though you identify in a group you're like yeah and then you're like well, are you this side of the group or that side of the group? And then you're like, I guess that's literally side. why I have no friends. I mean, <laughs> honestly, like it needs to be said. And it's again, you know, I don't know how many times I have to say this. Like, listen to these words, not in a political sense, just a human sense. A human sense. Listen to these words as, I guess chicken soup for the soul oh my god remember those books yes mm-hmm. and you know it's zoom out this goes back to, we talked about this several out. podcasts ago zoom out see humans as humans not metal fans fucking you know lgbtq fucking people who like dogs people who don't like yeah zoom out and it goes way deeper than those things those were like broad as fuck like people are so judgmental to other people who have differing opinions. How are we expected to coexist ever? It won't happen unless we zoom out and love each other and don't see these divisions and lines. Like so, I can't handle it. Perfect example. You don't like Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I like Keanu Reeves. You like him. Who gives a but shit? But we both like arts and entertainment. Even if we, I don't even care. I love you. You're my favorite human. I don't give a shit what you like or you no, don't I'm, like. No, I'm giving I could an care example. Less whether I'm giving, we even see, have anything in common. We've grown within an hour of this podcast. <laughs> we we started combating uh, about Keanu Reeves, and now we both have come to the conclusion that we both enjoy arts and entertainment. Yeah. Look right there in real time. In real time. We've fixed a problem in the world. 
It'd be nice if Keanu Reeves was the only problem in the world, wouldn't it? <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't see it as a problem. Uh, he'd see, just have to like sacrifice himself and go live in a cave. I'd see it as a solution. <laughs> yeah, I but, don't know. Uh, I, I, I get worked up. You know I do about stuff like this because it's it's really so simple and it's so convoluted with so much information and disinformation that it's hard for people to grasp. But you take in both of them. Oh my God, yeah. Well, it, also, like I was saying, write down something you want to learn more about or research when you're having a conversation, you're frustrated because you don't know anything. Instead of lash out, write it down. When you go to research that thing... Fucking read both sides of information on what you're researching so that you can actually learn. You cannot fully understand a subject until you have fully researched both sides of both arguments, all the information. It's what you have to do. And then you have to make your own opinion. I'll one-up you. One-up me. Go. <laughs> read both weird. sides and also the third side. Oh, so yeah. It's a no. triangle. Absolutely. It's well, a triangle. Isn't, isn't your opinion the third side, actually? That's what makes a triangle? Not if you're already walking into the situation with an opinion. Oh. A lot of people... See, I never do. A lot of people already have an opinion, and they're like, well, I'll do, I'll do the justice of researching, sure. And then they look into it with their... They want justification for their opinion. Yeah, I don't like researching like that. I think it's counterproductive. I think you have to go in with, like, if you have a subject that you, like, really want to learn about, you can't do that. You have to go in with, like, a totally fucking open mind. Even, perfect example, like, as an occultist, as a, you know, whatever, Luciferian, as a whatever. like Identify. Exactly. So, I, I have, in the most, in recent uh, events or developments i've been looking into things without walking in with that perspective and trying to well not only inspire myself for the next record (laughs) but also oh they're playing us off again i need to stop doing that but uh you know i'm trying to walk into relearning about certain things Mm -hmm. without that you know, occultist bias or Luciferian bias or... I think that's smart. And honestly, like, it's exposed me to a lot of really profound things and... Well, who's you know, to say you can't subscribe to different beliefs exactly. and take, take messages and learning and knowledge from all different places without having to subscribe to one thing that you're, well, this is my thing. And guarantee you that will change five, ten exactly. years down the line. That, There's no use in it. That is the essence of serpents. Yeah. Like literally, I was so fed up with people telling me you're a Satanist or you are Thalamic or you are this where I was like, I honestly, I dig reading excerpts of the Bible. I dig reading the book of the law. I dig reading this. I dig reading that. And I pick and choose what resonates with me. And I make a cocktail and distill it into (laughs) serpents. I'm transmutating these ideas knowledge and making it into something solid this is my philosopher's gold serpents is the philosopher's gold for me 
Yeah. It's fucking crazy. It's And I think people think I think there's a misconception around the word knowledge, actually, now that you're bringing this up, like you just said, opinion or ideas. There's a misconception around the word knowledge in that people think that having knowledge or looking for knowledge means that there is a right or a wrong answer. There's not. There's hardly fucking ever a right and a wrong answer. And knowledge isn't the culmination of that to get you to the right answer. Knowledge is fucking just all of it combined so that you can make your own opinion. If you want. And if you don't want to, at least you have all the knowledge. I'm pretty sure (laughs) knowledge in some word translates to death. I don't remember if it's gamatria or something. I don't know. But, um... Well, it's your perception of it is the problem. That's that's what's wrong with people. Like, oh, you don't know this. Knowing doesn't mean being right. Knowing means just fucking knowing things about it. That's why it's best <laughs> to know thyself. Oh, God. Temet no say. No, I'm just kidding. We have... That was a real full, full circle. I'm getting hungry. I'm getting hungry, too. You're welcome. I don't know. <laughs> Um, we're probably going to watch Keanu Reeves, uh, movies all night, <laughs> but, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess, I, I don't know. I feel like this episode, uh, I ate my own words from the beginning, but yeah. it needed to be said. I feel like a lot of people are looking for, uh, another side. Well, like I said, there's two sides. But you, there, you've all forgotten about the third side, which is, you know, that there it is bigger than us, you and me. It's bigger than he or she. It's bigger than I don't know. Poo or pee? Pee pee poop. I don't know. It's I turn everything. <laughs> I don't know, man. No, it's just, it's an interesting topic, and like it's just something that a lot of people. Um, don't talk about often and I think it's good. It's good. I mean, I get ranty, so. Yeah. But my intentions are really good, so I don't, I'm not like trying to fucking the road to hate he- on road, anybody. The road to hell is paved yeah. with good intentions. Yes. Well, no, stop <laughs> fucking turning my shit around to fucking negative. It's positive. I just, People aren't talking about it. People are so confused right now. And like, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's a good, good thoughts, good vibes, good message coming from me. Well, you know, even last week when I was going through real, I don't know. I was like a real abrupt. You had uh, a severe funk, I would call it. It happened out of nowhere. And all like all of my every single thought i had was amplifying after the next but the core of it was negative and you know you had to essentially pull me out yeah like obviously you helped but in in the end i had to do it yourself yeah i had to pull myself out and be like you know fuck this shit Fuck this negative bullshit. I'm letting everybody fucking, I'm letting everybody dictate mm-hmm. how I should think, how I should feel. Uh, I'm not going to fucking, you know, like my mom said when I was a kid, be a leader, not a follower. And I feel like 
the system that is designed yeah the system that's designed for us especially those who are in the arts and entertainment realm it's you you have to be a follower otherwise you know um i don't know like there is no leader i guess so Uh, it's a weird it's wild world yeah so i basically was like fuck this shit i don't care whoever if they don't you know appreciate this or that i was basically like you know uh why did i start doing this why did Mm -hmm. i start doing that you went you You zoomed out i zoomed out and i realized that dude you love this stuff exactly this is what you do this is what you've been doing because you loved it you have a passion for it and it's i forgot that because of all the noise Mm -hmm. in my head and in the world and in the air and i was just like fuck this man just fucking do it and then you'll feel yeah you'll feel good because you're putting out positive energy i guess exactly and you got to do one thing at a time and you can do it and if you let all the outside voices and factors get to you, you won't be able to do anything. You'll become paralyzed with fear and negativity. And you won't be able to do anything. The frozen chosen. Jesus. I'm proud of you for doing that, by the way. I mean, I literally like gave you like severe truth pep talk for like an hour that day. And I don't even think you said anything back. And then you went away for like a couple hours to think and do stuff and like you, you could tell your whole vibe changed the next time i saw you after that so, so well, the it's all things, about the inner work okay well i for, <laughs> like honestly like this is what i'm talking about like the world we're in today kind of breaks you so yeah. you you are like you like i might be like known as an occultist or whatever but mm-hmm. i have to break my back yep. to fit into the square when I am a circle, you know it's what I mean. A circle, yeah. I, I had to cut that off and like, oh, I gotta get this. I gotta do this this way, and I did it. Yeah, like, but then you can't actually be creative, or you can't be yourself. Exactly. That's what they. Yeah. You can't be yourself. You're not allowed to be yourself. Yeah. And then, you know, even looking into some of the more lighter, esoteric truths or whatever you want to call them. You know, I just realized that, uh, I, well, not realized, but I remembered that, you know, I I am a divine being and I I choose to live above it. And obviously, well, that's the thing, like, you obviously literally, stress, everybody has a choice. Ev- stress and depression and all that stuff, it will always be there and it'll always be along for the ride, but you have to harness it and... Put it in your fucking, put it in your backpack. Like that's something that's going to be there and take it along. Take it with you on your journey. You know what I mean? Don't make it your focus. That's I think yeah, it's always going to be there. You just have to acknowledge that. And if you don't let that get to you <laughs> and don't focus on that. It can weigh you down. Yes. It can weigh you down to the point, like literally where I said you're paralyzed from doing anything. Yeah. It's terrible. It's a disease. Yes. Well, it can weigh you down if you give it 
if you say, oh my God, this weighs a ton. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to climb this mountain because this backpack is what? so heavy. But if you sit there and go, yeah, I, I, it's, you know, it's there, but it's not unmanageable. There's a very good explanation of how I tell you not to fear things because then you can move forward. That stress is propagated by fear. So like you're saying, you know, I, well, I can't do it. This is heavy, whatever. If you acknowledge that it's there and like you don't go like, oh, no fear, I can do fucking anything because then people are going to get hurt. You just have to acknowledge that it's there, but you can't let it control you. Well, we are designed to fear the unknown. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, well, kind of. we are in our nature. We, we are designed to fear what we don't know, the, the future. But I um, forgot where I was even going with that. But if you look at it as an adventure, if you think the unknown is merely uh, each moment as it passes. exactly. And if you look at your now and you're like, oh, that, that I'm living, oh, there it goes again. Oh, I'm in the future. Oh, I'm in. I'm in the present. <laughs> I'm in the. You realize it's not that bad. And then and you're free of so many worries. You're free of the fear of mm-hmm. the unknown because it is what you make it. Like you we're probably tr- we're probably going to order food, and I thought I was going to get food. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but that's the thi- That's the secret. Is that we've already set the intention to go get food. Mm-hmm. You know, I could sit here and worry, like, is the bomb going to drop in 30 minutes? Or I could be like, I've already set the intention and I, we're, we're going to, un, we're going to subconsciously position ourselves to manifest, okay, food in 30 minutes. And the same goes for the negativity. Like, like you were saying, and I know I'm ranting and we'll wrap this up soon. Like you were saying that, you know, I'm basically looking at the future and I'm saying, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. And it, like, I had to dive back into like those same occult, esoteric, whatever verses I've read. And it's just like, literally you saying those things, you are putting yourself in a cannonball and strapping in and then shooting yourself towards that reality. Yeah. So if you say, you know, like today, uh, you know, I was like, I'm going to make sure I'm going to take a walk. I'm going to fucking get some podcasts in. I'm going to do some writing. And I manifested today as it was meant to be. And if you wake up with a, oh, I already woke up late. I already am behind that negativity from the get-go will eat your entire day. Literally all day today, I was looking at the clock, and as soon as I started to panic, I was like, what am I doing now? Thank you. My God. Literally, I was like, because I was worried about you know us eating too late or doing the podcast too late, and I was like, okay, what am I doing now that's slowing my plan down? Worrying about the future that you don't need to worry about yet. 
Exactly. <laughs> it's literally you. I've told you this since we met. You literally like you will predict things that will happen later in the day, the week, whatever, with a negative energy. And like I've seen it slow you. And when you don't do that, you are so much more productive and successful. And it's literally it's just that you worry about things you don't need to fucking focus on. Focus on now, here, now, in your present. And the rest, even if you don't have a plan or if you've manifested an idea or whatever, you'll figure it out when you get there because people are fucking amazing creatures and we can do anything. Literally, yeah. you have to trust in yourself. Yeah, which I've lost in the recent years because I was wrapped up in you know, uh, promoting the album. I was wrapped up mm -hmm. in what's next. What, when's the next album? When's your next I, tour dates? When is this? Like, I think it happens gradually too. Like, because life is so fast paced right now and there's so much coming in, you know, we're flooded with content and stuff and we don't realize how bad it's getting that we, you know, aren't living in the present and we're worrying and we have fear and, it's so counterproductive to humans. It's like when people start Friday and they're like, ugh, it's almost Monday. Yeah, it's so negative. It's if like, you approach life <laughs> not so negative, you will be a much more productive, happy fucking person. I couldn't re recommend it more to anyone. And you'll have times where, you know, it, the fear and worry we'll see back in but you you know take some deep breaths trust in yourself and move forward not backward don't worry about things you fucked up move forward perfect example to like literally of like what we've been talking about for the past 30 minutes is like that small analogy i just made where people on friday would be like oh it's almost monday it's like and this is something i've practiced like for years it's like you know, when I was really confused by a lot of my peers that are like living for the weekend, you know, party, 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 and then like super depressed that it's Monday. It's like back then I used to sit there and I tell them like, you're giving this power to something that we've created mm -hmm. where literally it's just another day. If you believe in time, I don't, but if you believe in time, then you believe in the man-made calendar, you believe in the man-made work week, and then you believe in the fact that Monday is the day you're supposed to be sad because your fun is over. Yeah, you're already setting yourself up for failure and sadness but for you, no good reason. Exactly. So if you zoom out and you look at it as it's just another day, granted, uh, you know, I might have gone hard on the weekend or whatever, but what is the weekend? Zoom out. It's another day. It's another fucking day. You can still have fun any day of the week. And I learned that through touring. Every day, like I would talk to people and friends from all over the country, all over the world. And I would tell them, hey, I'm coming to your town. Let's fucking meet up. Let's party. Let's get weird. And people would be like, oh, it's a Tuesday. And I'm like, so what? What's a Tuesday? Have fun now. And I would literally tell them, I don't, I don't know if I'm ever going to come back. I, we could get into an accident like real soon, like, uh, 
on the way to the next city or whatever. It's like you have to enjoy now. And I guess that's why I am a self self-identified hedonist, I guess. I don't know. But we're hungry, so I think it's a good place to stop. What do you think? Yep. Yep. I think I have <laughs> I've I've used my allotment of words for the day. Great. <laughs> This is my second podcast of the day. Oh shit! Um, but yeah, I hope I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It's uh, it's always fun getting to just I don't know riff and not talk about you know not sticking to a script so to speak. So I hope you guys enjoyed us just kind of riffing here, but. If you guys enjoyed this episode or any of the episodes before it, please, please, please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, if you can, rate the podcast or comment wherever applicable. Literally every bit helps. We do this um, with literally no support from the establishment as of right now. So literally all we need is your help in your support and if you want to join in on the fun if you want to get angry you want to yell at me or if you want to suggest any future guests or if you want to suggest any future topics make sure to join our i ever talked about (laughs) sorry (laughs) make sure to join our facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash the 6m podcast that's t-h-e-s-i-x-m podcast at least while we still have Facebook. And as always, if you guys can show my band Serpents US some love, all we're asking for you guys to do right now, if you haven't already, is head to our YouTube and head to our Spotify and give us a follow on both. You can find our YouTube at youtube.com slash user slash we are serpents. And you can find us on Spotify at serpents us feel free to i don't know uh throw us on one of your favorite playlists uh something you listen to you know while you're going to work or working out or whatever uh literally every bit helps whether i'm talking about the podcast whether i'm talking about youtube whether i'm talking about spotify you know i'm not really asking you guys to um, pick up anything right now so a simple click or three clicks would mean literally the world to me So, until next time, thank you for joining us, and thank you for listening, and hope to see you next time. Bye-bye.